Hello, my name is Erica Shea, and you are tuned into Slay, where each week you and I turn our attention inward and reflect on ideas intended to help move you into a state of inspiration and empower you to take decisive, proactive action towards achieving your goals and reaching your highest potential. This is episode number six, and today we are discussing how to protect your power. We're touching on what I want to say is the most crucial component to your growth, and that is just you living your life authentically, living your values, honoring your boundaries, and putting yourself first. It is a self-care practice that sounds super obvious and simple, like off the top, but honestly, it's just much harder than many people realize because it just requires conscious, consistent action day in and day out. People underestimate like what is really required in order to maintain it, which is another reason why I think discussing it is so important because it has everything to do with your ability to show up for yourself each and every day to reach your full potential and execute on the things that matter to you. Like you can't show up for yourself in a major way, when you are constantly giving and serving the well-being of others, that's honestly how you stunt your growth and block your blessings. You limit your potential. You have to actively, consciously, deliberately stop to make sure that you are not losing yourself or neglecting your needs, which is not always easy to do. There's just, there's a thin line between kindness, generosity, and self-sacrifice, just abandoning your values in order to support someone else's. If you feel stressed, drained, burned out, you feel like you are lacking purpose or meaning, it's time to just get real on what's not serving you. Raise your standards and set some boundaries because the standard that you set determines the life that you get. So with that said, let's get into it. There is a quote by Maya Angelou that says, when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. Is this a statement that you agree with? Yes or yes? Because I absolutely agree with it. I believe that actions express priorities just explicitly. When people care about something, they make an effort, no excuses, just action, plain and simple. And as spectators of life and others, we tend to base other people's seriousness on the amount of time and attention that they are willing to devote. We are quick to complain about actions, speaking louder than words, but then exhibit the literal exact behavior, but maybe just in another area of life, which is just like the hypocrisy, right? We're wild. My mindset is if you're going to hold anyone to a standard and have the nerve to fix your mouth and say anything, like you better make sure that you're meeting or exceeding in that area yourself. And I say that for this. Typically, The desires of our heart, they're not random, but there is this one specific quote by Rumi that states, what you seek is seeking you. And my God, it changed my life. And there is so, 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 so much true to that, that I want to use this episode to examine in order to help you protect your power. All right. 
allow me to elaborate. We don't have all of the same values, right? We are guided by different things. However, there are some core values that many of us share and can agree on more or less like freedom, connectedness, respect, honesty, love, peace, health, things like that. When I think about the personal struggles that I have had to overcome in my life to get to where I am today, it is ridiculous. I was such an insecure person just a little over five years back, riddled with anxiety, afraid to speak my truth because I just, I wanted everyone to like me and I didn't want to, I didn't want to offend. Uh, I was depressed because I felt powerless and just shitty about my inability at that time to create lasting positive change. Like I could do some, but it was always, it would always run out. And I had this insatiable appetite for connection, but I also just didn't really feel like I liked anybody. And I didn't want to be friends with a lot of people actually, truly. And I didn't want to go out of my way. I was not extroverted. I have never been. She is not. Anyways, those were the things that I was struggling with. And it took me a lot of journaling, a lot of meditation, grace, and gratitude for a good two years, I feel like, before I started to shift and begin to understand my obsession with being this person that is for everybody and liked by everyone. I understood where it came from and I understood too that it was blocking me from learning myself because I was putting so much time and attention into if I wanted to be for everyone else, I had to know what, what they liked, how, how are they showing up? You know, what do they value? Be more like that person. I, I lacked a sense of self. I had no identity that was authentic. I, I didn't know my true self. And it's sad to say, but I, I grew up, I went to nine different schools. I can give you my whole backstory and I fucking hate excuses. So I don't want to do that, but I never had a chance to really just plant roots and look at myself really hard in the mirror. As soon as I turned 17 and I graduated from high school, I started working and there were times where I had three jobs at a time in order to put myself through community college and pay for my, my rent and my car and all of those things. So those were my circumstances. They are not excuses to why I waited so long to look myself in the mirror truly and try to understand myself. But I, I, I always busied myself and sought out everything outside of me to make me feel whole and make me feel better. Everything that I didn't feel like I got as I was growing up and I hadn't learned to yet give myself. They were things that were blocking my ability to create lasting change and stand in my power. I had, had not built the muscle for it yet. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. I had to go through this process of shedding and letting go of everything that made me feel less than, that made me feel unworthy, that made me feel just less than my best self. Once that was done, the bullshit had been stripped from me. I was in a place where I wasn't working in the same role that I had been in, you know, for years. I was 
separated from friends and family because this was a point in my life where I had moved further away from the city. And so I was more isolated in that sense um, from just the people that I was used to seeing and being around. I was again, just able to look at myself further and explore parts of myself that I had not taken the time to before. It got super dark at one point. I am not going to lie, but what I found through that process is a woman who I very much love. I was drawn to, I felt a closeness to, and I really, I, I just respected her. And I I feel obsessed with protecting her peace and she is still a part of who I am, but she's obviously evolved over the years. I've always been a thoughtful communicator because, you know, I'm a people pleaser and I never want to hurt, you know, anyone's feelings. So I've always very, uh, I've always been very intentional about the words that I choose unless I'm trying to be sharp and let you know, like, don't fucking cross me. But that's, that's rare. <laughs> I, I have found that the more I share, the freer I feel, the lighter I feel. The things I had gone through, in hindsight, those things, they were all of the things that I was seeking, all leading up to that, that was just making me a lesser and lesser version of who I was at that point in my growth and it sucked and it was disheartening. Absolutely. And I can see that, but also it was necessary. It was so, so necessary because you reach, you reach a low sometimes that you're like, okay, like literally all you can do is go up from here. And so I knew that at that point, I didn't want to settle for a life where I felt that shitty. Like I know I am capable of so, so much. Like I've made shit happen living on my own. I had a baby and got my body again. I have, I've just, I've done hard shit and I have survived. And so that is what I, I had to hold on to. And I knew that if I wasn't going to settle for a life without love, passion, freedom, respect, integrity, growth, I was going to have to get super fucking uncomfortable, literally. And it, it became like, okay, like we're going to fucking go. It's, it's a non-negotiable and I'm willing to absolutely dismantle everything in my life in order to live in that and, and, and get that. I knew that I needed to be a match for everything that I wanted to attract. And honestly, it was through doing that through the letting go of what did not feed my soul or highest good, I found my power. I found my purpose. I found clarity and direction and just the most nurturing, satisfying love that I have experienced in my life. Like, <laughs> so I say that for myself, but as a byproduct, just this amazing, healthy, loving, intimate, romantic relationship that is beyond what I could have expected because you know you only you only know typically truly like what you've experienced and you see things in movies and you're just like oh yeah it's a it's a it's a movie it's a show um but yeah you get kind of warped in any way so what I what I take from that is that was a universe rewarding 
my effort and telling me that I am on the right track and I'm on the right track and blessing me with just good in my life and moving me more forward. And so these are feelings that I never want to lose, which means I can't play when it comes to drawing a line in the sand and honoring my boundaries. I'm not going back. Like been there, risk is super great. I'm not about it. Not speaking my not speaking up for myself and getting negligent. It's not it. It's not worth my peace, my sanity, my happiness, my joy, anything. How we do anything is how we do everything. You can't be reckless with the things that matter in your life. It's super important to show up for the people that we love and, you know, nurture the relationships in our life. But how hard are you going for yourself and how hard are you willing to go for yourself? If you took a moment to zoom out and look at your life, do your actions align with your values? Do you walk your talk? The person that I envision listening to this podcast is someone who's got a lot going on in their life. Like you have no choice but to be strong and slay and show up. But what's important to me is how you're showing up. It is the quality of your heart. That is what matters. It's not what you do. It's why are you doing it? What is guiding you? What is your purpose? What is your motivation? What is your intent? What are you hoping is on the other side of that action? For example, I have always been an executor, got shit done, but there is a difference in moving from a place of lack, survival, negativity, ego versus moving from a place of abundance and optimism, positivism, soul. That was my inner work and it remains my work because I know that to live authentically and to protect my power, I have to actively choose choices every day that align with my values and make sure that I am not getting lost in the minutia, getting lost in doing and serving and being for others, especially since I am high risk. I've already been there. I am susceptible to it. I spent, you know... 27 years of my life being that person. So it's easy to slip back into old habits, old ways, especially if there are ways, even though, you know, they're not for your highest good, but you were comfortable there. So you got to pay attention. You can't slip. It's active work. It's mindfulness. It doesn't matter if no one is looking you are looking, you see everything, you know your truth, and you're the one who lives in your head, the one who has to live with the results of your life. You get to decide what is and isn't allowed in your life and safeguard your well-being by setting boundaries. Those boundaries are so crucial. Self-awareness is key. Use self-reflection, just like we talked about in episode five to help you identify your physical and emotional limits. Pay attention to when you're being drained, overwhelmed, or resentful. Note that if you are feeling this way, chances are some boundaries are being crossed. This is your indicator to set some limits. Remember your relationship with yourself, it sets the tone for all other relationships. 
Are you living your standards and enforcing the lines that you draw in the sand? What does your resolve look like? For example, my girls, they are my Achilles heel. I love loving them. I love loving on them, spoiling for them, spoiling them, doing for them. It breaks my heart having to deny them things, but I need them to understand just certain things about life. Like money doesn't grow on trees, you guys. Sometimes life blesses you with extra abundance here and there, but mostly you have to work for what you want. So even when I want to say yes, and I could say yes, I have to say no because not only is it for their higher good, but my own because I value respect and I can't earn that from them if I'm not committing to my decisions and following through with my choices and acting with integrity, aligning my behaviors with my intentions and the things that I value. What does your resolve look like? How are you showing people to treat you? Honoring your boundaries is not easy. It takes vulnerability and can make you feel guilty, scared, sad, shameful, all these things. It is so necessary to hold on to your why. Like refrain from judging yourself. Leave that out the door and focus on following your peace. People's feelings about your needs are none of your business. Their issues with your boundaries those are theirs and theirs alone to own. You don't need to internalize that. You don't need to take those on for them. It is okay for you to decide to prioritize your peace and joy. And let's be very clear. We are constantly growing, right? And moving forward towards, you know, reaching our full potential. And every day we're learning new things, which means Maybe you never expressed a boundary and maybe it was that you didn't know it was something that required attention and you expressing needs for. Yesterday is a different day. It is gone. Today is a new day. If something comes up for you, it is okay to change your mind. It is okay to create something new, to establish a new standard or say, hey, you know what? I know that I said this, but honestly, it's making me feel this way and I have to honor that in myself. I appreciate you understanding. With time and practice, setting and honoring boundaries, you're going to notice your mental, emotional, and physical well-being just begin to improve. Your self-esteem increase. You'll feel less drained, more peaceful, and more importantly, just more self-determined to continue going after all of the things that you want in life and creating a life that is fulfilling to you and doing it with confidence and just power and enthusiasm. You are not on this earth to live under constant stress, struggle with anxiety or battle depression. You are the universe, individualized. And the universe, nature's intelligence, it is oriented towards achieving perfection and reaching success. That is the process of evolution. And as a product of nature's intelligence, it is a part of your DNA. It is a part of your nature to partake in success and becoming and evolving. You're not here to just be stunted and 
not grow and enjoy and live a meaningful life. Notice when you're out of alignment. Check yourself. Remember the five C's. Check yourself. Confront what comes up for you, the emotions. What were the triggers? Counter them. You counter them by establishing your boundaries. What are those boundaries going to have to be for you? Celebrate that you are out here affecting a tremendous change in your life. Then commit to following through. Show yourself that you are interested in learning and loving you, that you value yourself, that you are willing to earn your trust. Be a match for that which you hope to attract from others and in life. What you seek is absolutely seeking you. Before you look outward, turn your attention inward. And remember, your health is your wealth. Serving others is so beautiful and it feels so good. But remember, in order to care for others effectively, you've got to care for yourself first. So stay in your power and don't forget it. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it in your IG story and tag me at Erica Shea. I would love to know that the message spoke to you. If you haven't yet read the show or left a review, doing so will go a long way in helping make it discoverable to others as they search for content to support them in their growth. I thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, you guys, continue to show up for yourself in a major way. Bye.